0: Welcome Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello, it's Jess coming at you with a solo episode this week. Um, This is for the runners. I had a lot of requests for some more running solo podcasts, so I'm happy to bring it to you. Today, I am going to chat with you about some uh, tiny running injuries and how to not be super anxious and, about them and how to deal with them. Um, we, in the endurance um, world, call these niggles. In other words, it's a small kind of nagging injury, maybe Um, something that maybe has been coming on for a little while. Uh, It is the opposite of a catastrophic injury. A catastrophic injury would be like a ankle sprain or you got hit by a car, something that was like, boom, it happened. Um, A niggle is not like that. So this isn't that episode if you're dealing with an ankle sprain or some sort of tragic injury. Um, Things that are often sort of associated with niggles are like piriformis, like deep in your butt muscle, uh, kind of pain, hip pain, foot pain pain, calf pain, hip flexors, knee pain, you've got runner's knee, jumper's knee, IT band syndrome. If you are listening to this and you're rolling your IT band, I'm just going to ask you to stop for the duration of the podcast. Thanks. Um, And I'm also going to add in any increase in pelvic floor symptoms. So leaking, pain, prolapse, any of those things are going to be included in this episode, because I would associate that as the same, in the same category as the niggles. Kind of comes on, not like a catastrophic injury. We get a little nervous about it, which you know what? Tends to make things worse, okay? Um, And before I get into it, what qualifies me to talk about this? Well, You guys know that I'm a run coach, Um, but you might not know that I have been running for almost 20 years, Um, and so I have dealt with a lot of these injuries personally, um, which doesn't really give me um, a platform to speak about it, but I also am certified as a corrective exercise specialist. And I also spent four years working in a busy sports medicine clinic where I saw a lot of these things. And to be um, perfectly honest, a lot of these injuries are mismanaged. Um, and I think there's a lot you can do before you seek um, that sort of professional help. Not to say that physio and athletic therapy and all those things are not going to help, but I think we tend to panic, which makes things feel worse, okay? So if any of those things are sort of happening, you have kind of a little annoyance going on, um, you're going to do the same thing for each and every one of them, okay? And I know that sounds kind of weird, And you're like, but they're all different. They are, but they're also not. Okay. So every single one of those things, you're going to get clinical. So we're going to think like a clinician. Okay. You're going to let go of those emotions. You're going to stop panicking. First of all, take a deep breath. (sighs) Okay. You're going to ask questions. The more curious we get, the less scary it seems all right? It's really easy to get emotional and anxious when you're feeling pain. Like, obviously. Duh. And especially if you're an athlete who has a goal coming up or you're already kind of nervous about your ability to get there, this isn't going to help, right? Getting more anxious is going to make it worse. It's going to cause tension in your body, which is going to cause more tension where you're already feeling it, which is going to make it feel worse, get where I'm going. Okay. And I know this because science, but I also know this because I was that athlete. I had so many niggles at one point that I just, I was just so anxious. Um, I used to go to like weekly Yeah, one week it was massage. The next week it was Cairo. The next week it was physio. The next week it was athletic therapy. Like I just had people on like a rotating schedule in order to just keep, my body together, or so I thought. Um, But honestly, it kind of made it worse. So back to step by step, get clinical, ask questions. First question, has your volume increased? Are we doing more mileage? Is this something your body was ready for? Okay, take a look at your Strava, your Garmin profile, all those things, and check in be real with yourself. If your volume has increased for runners, it's 10% per week. That is not a lot of volume to be adding. Now, some people really great at adding volume to their training programs. Their body's just taken in stride. Um, I'm not one of those people. Most people aren't. These people are anomalies. Okay. Has your intensity increased? Okay, so volume is one thing. Intensity is uh, like how hard your training is. So if you recently added intervals and maybe some tempo, um, not only does that increase your volume probably, but the uh, the wear and tear on your whole system, your body, your uh, your lung, capa- your aerobic capacity, all those things it's hard on your body. So you're going to start to feel things different places. Um, When we increase the volume and the intensity, one thing we need to pay attention to is increasing your recovery, which can include nutrition. It can include hydration. It can include actual rest and sleep. So if any of those have changed, um, that might be something to look at. Maybe you volume and intensity was the same, but maybe your sleep this week really sucked and your body's feeling it. Okay. Or maybe you were like, you know what? I did not eat very well this week. Okay. That explains a lot, right? Your body needs nutrition and hydration to recover. Okay. So if any of those are missed, you might be feeling it in other places. Did you add any more climbing or different terrain than you're used to? So maybe you did stairs for the first time in a long time or ever. Um, I had a client who was training for a half marathon. This is a long time ago. And maybe a week before they decided to go and run stairs with a friend and they texted me and said, my calves are going to explode. And I was like, why? And they told me, and I was like, what makes you think that doing stairs a week before your very first half marathon was a good idea? Um, anyways, it wasn't. Um, so if you add something like that, that's out of the norm, you're going to feel it. If you all of a sudden started running on some trails and your body's not used to running on trails, then your hips might be feeling it. Your ankles, all your stabilizer muscles need to work overtime to keep you upright in situations like that, so maybe that's why. Um, And once you've figured out sort of what's happened, if you still don't know, I mean, honestly, I think you do. One of the things that I started doing when my clients come to me with problems like this or otherwise is I ask them, what do you think's going on? Why do you think that's happening? And you know what? Most of the time, you're right. Or it's along the lines of exactly what I was thinking. Um, And I'm like, okay, let's go with that. What do you think we should do about it? And then we figure it out. So you probably know what's going on. If you ask yourself the right questions, you'll get there. So after you figure out kind of what's happened, you can ask yourself Is this something that I can? or want to keep training through. Only you can decide what that is. There's none of this, if it's a four out of 10, you can keep running. If it's a seven out of 10, you absolutely need to stop. Everybody's pain tolerance is going to be different. And it's not really up to me to tell you what you can and can't train through. It's your body. Um, This comes in really... um, ties in really well with the pelvic floor stuff. So, um, because it might not be pain, right? So, and I used to be like, if you're leaking, stop running, uh, and all of those things, that's not how I feel anymore. If you're willing to tolerate it, um, we can work through it, right? I do need to know where the threshold is in order to help you with some strategies or, uh, some, Changing the program or changing the intensity or the intervals or any of those things. Uh, so, we actually do need to get you symptomatic or almost symptomatic to figure out where the threshold lies. Okay. Um, and so the thing is, is like if you're only leaking like right at the end of a race or at a certain speed or going downhill or certain uh, terrain or any of those things, maybe there's something we can change that can help. Or maybe we can train in a way that's going to let you still run and do whatever you want to do and keep your symptoms as low as possible. And the same goes with prolapse, right? Um, so you need to decide, is this something you can or want to run through? Um, is this something new or has this happened before? Okay. If you always have a tendency to have pain in your left hip and it was gone but then it came back that tells us something okay what what changed did you have you been kind of slacking on your strength training have you been um you know did you add a different kind of activity are you increasing your volume you know like we go back to those questions and you're like oh yeah when i do this that kind of comes back okay that tells us a lot about what's going on with your body what can we do about it, right? If it's something brand new, then I'm a little more suspicious, um, but we can still work through it in the exact same way, okay? So after we've figured out what's going on, why it's kind of happening, and it, do we want to run through this? Do we want to train through this? What do, what we think is going on? And uh, we can figure out what we're going to do about it, okay? So basic things to try. This is something that almost everybody can do for every situation. Add a warm-up routine, okay? So if it's something that is causing you pain, it might be that your body needs more time before you do the intensity or the load you are giving it. So uh, for example, hips. Lots of times people start running, they have sore hips or sore knees, and it goes away after you know, a kilometer or two. Okay, you probably need to add a warm up. We could totally eliminate some of that discomfort by having you warm before you start running. I'm going to post in the show notes my favorite warm up running exercises. You're welcome to use any of them or none of them. Okay. Um, can we decrease the volume or intensity temporarily while we kind of work through whatever's going on? Is that an option? If it's not an option, then we go to that whole, is this something I can or want to run through? Uh, the last thing I want is for you to get to your goal event and be fighting uh, something that's going on and have that anxiety impede your event. Uh, I've totally been there uh, with a ton of different injuries. I can't even, I could give you multiple examples of all of those things. Uh, it, do we need new shoes? This is something that's a pretty easy fix for most people. Uh, Fun story. And I'm going to call you out because I know she listens to the podcast. I had a client who was doing some running last summer uh, for the first time in a long time. And she sent me a photo in our training app, a picture of her feet. And she had holes in her shoes. And I was like, girl, are those your shoes? And she was like, oh yeah, I really need new running shoes. And then however long it took her to get new running shoes, she messaged me and said, oh my God, my feet feel amazing. And I was like, yeah, duh. Um, Running shoes wear out, equipment wears out. So if you're feeling pain in your feet, a shoe is probably my first question. When's the last time you got new shoes? Did you just get new shoes, right? So um, it's normal for shoes to have a small break-in period of discomfort. But again, we kind of think of this like, is this discomfort or is this pain? Is this a problem or is it getting better? Uh, For me, a lot of times when I have new shoes, I uh, might have like a little discomfort in my arch. I have one arch that's just kind of wonky because I have a very uh, wonky ankle from multiple ankle sprains. Uh, And I just know that. I just know that my left foot is going to feel weird and it'll probably get better and it usually does. And if it doesn't, it means that those are the wrong shoes. Um for me anyways. So are the shoes the problem? Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. I went through a whole summer where I had some weird shin pain going on and I was convinced it was the shoes. And I seriously bought about six or seven different pairs of shoes, and none of them fixed it because the problem wasn't the shoes, the problem was in the load management of the athlete. So, uh, which is why we ask all those questions before, if your load increased, your intensity increased, all those things, uh, because it might not be just the shoes. But it's important to ask all those questions, because how would you know? Um, have you given your body enough time to adapt? So just like my wonky left foot with the shoes, uh, if you are adding volume and your body is like mine, it doesn't take very well to adding volume. Uh, did you do your build long enough? Um, is this something that your body will adapt to? It's normal to do a long run and feel kind of, ugh afterwards or the next day maybe your hips are kind of tight maybe you're like I don't think I could run again if I wanted to that's kind of normal when you're doing a build it's normal to have things pop up but get better with recovery nutrition hydration movement okay it's when things don't start to improve or they get worse that we get a little bit worried and last but not least Talk to a trusted healthcare provider or coach, a physio, a naturopathic doctor, a athletic therapist, a chiropractor. And I have some really great healthcare providers in my circle. Um, I'm happy to refer or share with you guys if you need somebody. But key thing is try to see somebody who treats runners or is a runner it's really hard to explain to somebody why you're doing the things you're doing and why you want to keep going and why this is important to you if they just don't get it the other thing is if you're going to physio and i say this about physio but it could be any of those providers let's try to um find somewhere that does treatment where you're not laying down the whole time running is done in standing and on one leg to be perfectly honest but if all you're doing is laying on a treatment table you're not going to get back to running the way you want to they need to have you doing exercises movement single leg stuff all those kinds of things because running is a stand, a standing single leg sport. So if you're not doing any of those things in your physio, if all you're doing is laying on a table with like some heat and some, a machine and like some acupuncture and like some like manual therapy and you don't do anything other than like a couple clamshells, you need to find a new physio. Um, And I can help you with that if you don't know where else to go please send me a message i would love to find somebody that works that will work for you i also know a lot of physios who do virtual appointments now and a ton can be achieved through a computer screen Uh, so no matter where you are we can find you somebody that is going to help you get better okay quick recap feeling pain feeling discomfort any of those things not a catastrophic injury get clinical ask questions. Try not to get emotional or anxious about what's going on. Think like a clinician, okay? Get clinical about your body. Ask yourself some questions. Check in on your volume. Check in on the intensity. Check in on the terrain. If you added something totally new, ask yourself, is this something I can or want to run through? What do you think is going on? One thing I like to do when I go to physio and my physiotherapist I think appreciates this about me is I come to him with an idea of what's happening and not just, I'm stuck. Um, And he either says, I think you're on the right track or no, (laughs) that's crazy. Most of the time you're on the right track. Most of the time you are, okay? Is this something new? Has it happened before? Okay, basic things to try, mobility movement, a warm-up routine. I'm gonna link mine, my favorite one, in the show notes. It's a YouTube link. Feel free to save it. Do whatever you want. Um decrease volume or intensity temporarily. Do we need some new shoes? Do we need to change the terrain temporarily? Do we need to switch to trails for some um softer terrain? Do we need to get off the concrete sidewalk for a little bit? Those things matter. Do we need to allow your body more time to adapt? Have we given it enough time? Talk to a trusted healthcare provider. Ask me if you need help finding one. Check in on your hydration, nutrition, and rest. That is all I have for you today thanks for listening. If you have ideas for more running podcasts, I would love to make them. I just really need to know what you guys want to learn about. I think injuries is pretty common. Um, hopefully this helps. Uh, I would love to have some feedback from you guys. If you're not following me already, it's at jlacfitness over on Instagram. Or if you want to get in touch, you can hit me up on my website, www.jlacfitness.ca. If you're not following the podcast on the Instagram, it is at Lattes and Lifting Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.